Welcome to What's Your Skincare Routine with Leora Luciano, the podcast where beauty, travel, wellness, and creativity converge. I'm your host, Leora Luciano, bringing you over a decade of insights as a beauty and health editor, as well as being a travel and lifestyle content creator. In this podcast, join me as I share insights garnered from my journey, along with conversations with experts, influencers, and your favorite brand founders. They'll reveal their skincare secrets, share travel experiences, wellness insights, and delve into their creative passions. But that's not all. I'll share practical advice, product recommendations, and inspiration to help you craft your own beauty routine, plan your next trip, boost your well-being, and unleash your creative spirit. So sit back, relax, and let's get glowing. Welcome to another captivating episode of What's Your Skincare Routine with Leora Luciano. I'm your host, Leora, and for today's thought-provoking discussion, we'll be exploring the domains of networking at social events, battling procrastinating and procrastination in general, and embracing the ups and downs of your fitness journey. So get ready for a stimulating episode filled with practical tips, inspiring insights, and empowering stories. Kick back, relax, and let's embark on this transformative journey together. Picture this. You've scored an invite to a glamorous Grammys viewing party at Soho House in New York City. But there's a little bit of a twist. You don't know a single soul in attendance. And plus ones really aren't allowed. Cue the nerves, right? Well, fear not, because I've got you covered. And this is something that just happened to me this past weekend for this Grammys viewing party. I was invited to by Meta as a creator, and it was a party for other creators, and we all got together, and I did not know a single person. And going into the event, I had an idea that I wouldn't know anyone there. So first things first, let's set the scene. The day of the event, you're in front of the mirror, touching up your makeup, I was transforming my look from daytime into nighttime glam. And of course, I love this part. It's getting ready to go out, all that prep. It's so much fun. But then actually getting out the door, that's a whole other thing. So once I did that, I was sort of mentally preparing to mingle with fellow creators and just getting ready to enjoy this really cool event. So if you're like me... Maybe you're a bit of a social butterfly with a hint of introversion. And if that does sound familiar to you, it's all about finding that balance that makes you feel comfortable. But fear not, my friend, because I've got some gentle suggestions to help you navigate the room like a pro. Now for my more outgoing and extroverted friends, you might want to just, you know, skip ahead a little bit. These are just some tips to help remind us how to connect on a social level, whether it's a professional networking event or a social gathering. You can apply these however you see most fit and as needed, of course. Let's start with tip number one. Compliments are really your secret weapon. A genuine compliment can break the ice faster than you can say after party. Whether it's about somebody's outfit, accessories, or choice of beverage, a kind word goes a long way in sparking conversation. And the way this party was set up, there was a bar and buffet 
So anytime I had an opportunity to go to the bar or the buffet, I would chat with somebody, maybe ask them what drink they were getting or ask them about the food they were looking at, if they've tried it or not yet. And just kind of strike up a conversation from there. It's a more natural way to break the ice as opposed to an awkward, hello, my name is, kind of opening. Tip number two, find common ground. Look for shared interests or experiences to bond and connect over. Whether it's a favorite movie, hobby, or mutual acquaintance, connecting on a personal level creates an instant connection. At this point, At this party, this was great because it was very relaxed and the Grammy Awards were on a large screen so you could observe something that was happening during one of the performances and chat about it or just kind of watch and vibe together. Tip number three, ask open-ended questions instead of sticking to yes or no queries. Dive deeper with the questions that invite thoughtful responses. And if you're struggling and you find yourself asking a yes or no kind of question, be ready for a follow-up answer if you want to continue the conversation. This is an opportunity to be creative and watch the conversation flow effortlessly from there. Being a good listener really helps too. Tip number four, share your story. Vulnerability breeds connection. Don't be afraid to open up and share a personal anecdote or two. Authenticity is magnetic, and it really paves the way for genuine connections. And you want to keep this within reason. It's not a good idea to trauma dump as a first impression. Tip number five is all about body language. Smile. Make eye contact. Maintain an open posture. Nonverbal cues speak volumes and signal approachability to those around you. Body language is so important, whether it's a one-on-one conversation or you're introducing yourself to a group that is already in conversation. And it's also very helpful to observe this type of body language in others to see if the other person or people are receptive to making a new connection at that time. So there you have it. Those are some really simple tips to keep in mind. And now you're ready to conquer any social event, whether it's an awards show viewing party or a casual gathering with new friends. Remember, it's all about stepping out of your comfort zone and embracing the opportunity to make meaningful connections. I was so happy that I went to this party. Not only were the Grammy Awards great this year, overall, I would have had a great time watching it at home, but putting in the extra effort to make sure that I showed up and connected with folks there was well worth it. I made some great new friends, both online and in real life. And I'm really looking forward to staying connected with the creators that I met and seeing them at other events in the future. Now, switching gears, I want to talk a little bit about travel. There are two hot topics in travel that I want to mention. One is about procrastinating, packing, and the other is dealing with jet lag. First, let's talk about packing. I want to talk about this concept that I just heard about called procrastipacking. While this is not new, well, at least I don't think it's a new concept, I've never heard the term put this way. And I think it's something that's really familiar to many of us, whether it's you, you're the problem, it's you, or it could be someone else in your household. 
procrastipacking is a real thing. So let's think about it. It's 9 p.m. the night before your vacation. You're sitting in front of an empty suitcase, and instead of packing, you're doing everything but. Yes, the act of thinking about packing instead of actually doing it. That's procrastipacking. It's something of a ritual for many travelers. It's a little bit of that dance between anticipation and avoidance. The excitement of the trip, but the dread of the preparation, all rolled into one. So why do we procrastipack? Is it maybe the thrill of working under pressure? Or perhaps a bit of an act of rebellion? Well, whatever the reason, it's a phenomenon that unites us in our last-minute scrambles. But here's a thought. What if procrastipacking is a part of the journey? What if by delaying packing, we're actually extending the excitement of the trip? And here, think about your suitcase as more than just a container that you have to pack in accordance with TSA and various border control authorities. What if instead, it's a canvas where we paint our travel dreams at the very start of our journey? Now, the next time you face your suitcase to pack before a trip, keep in mind procrastipacking might just be part of the journey. It might be part of your process, and it's a reminder that no matter how we get there, the experience awaiting us is worth every last-minute hustle. With that, I just want to offer us a little grace, and we should just keep it in mind as part of the experience. Now, if you agree, let me know. I want to know if you're guilty of procrastipacking, or maybe you're super organized and already have things ready to go. I just know that there are so many of us that wait until the absolute last minute to finalize packing and are barely closing the zipper on our luggage before we head out on our way to the airport. Now, if your team procrastinates, I think that's totally okay. You just have to be aware and allow yourself time. So if you're the kind of person that has a suitcase out so you can visualize packing it a week before your trip, that's totally fine. Of course, it depends on who you live with, but you have to allow yourself the actual time to pack and not just think about it, but actually pack. There's so much stress that we face traveling these days, going through the airport, getting to the airport, dealing with flights. You want to minimize as much stress as you possibly can. This is a concept that came up, and I just had to share it to see if it resonated with anybody. In the future, I will share packing tips, but full disclosure, I am an overpacker. So some of those amazing tips that you find from other creators might be amazing. A lot of those don't resonate with me, so I'm going to share in future episodes what works for me, whether it's carry-on or fully checked luggage. I'll share what has worked for me and lessons that I've learned the hard way too, so you can avoid my mistakes as well. Next, I want to tackle a common issue that many travelers face, jet lag. Whether you're crossing oceans for business or pleasure, adjusting to a new time zone can absolutely wreak havoc on your sleep schedule and leave you feeling drained. But I am trying out a new product called Helite. It is a 630 nanometer red light therapy device to help you fall asleep faster, better, and deeper. 
and it is a new frontier in photobiomodulation. And I reached out to them because this is not only a travel-friendly solution, but can be used every night to help you fall asleep. They were also kind enough to get tips from Dr. Angela Holiday-Bell, a sleep specialist, speaker, and a coach. I don't know about you, but my sleep has been off, and I haven't even been traveling that much. But I know that if I'm struggling with my sleep, many of you are as well. And when you have upcoming trips, you really want to feel well-rested so that you can enjoy every moment of your travels, no matter how far away the destination is. So with that, I want to share some tips from Dr. Holiday Bell. First up, Dr. Holiday Bell suggests trying to adjust your internal clock to the new time zone before your trip. If you're traveling west, gradually shift your sleep and wake up times one hour later each day for several days prior to your trip. Conversely, if you're heading east, adjust your sleep and wake time by one hour earlier each day. This gradual adjustment can help ease the transition and minimize the effects of jet lag. Next, consider a well-timed flight. Aim for a flight that will get you to your destination in the morning or earlier in the day so that you can sleep on the plane and start your day in the new time zone. Dr. Holiday Bell also recommends taking melatonin right before your flight to help you fall asleep. This natural supplement can be taken 30 minutes to an hour prior to takeoff, and it can be helpful if you're traveling east to adjust your sleep cycle to fall asleep at your desired time in the new time zone. Once you've arrived at your destination, make sure to get natural light exposure as soon as possible, especially if you're landing in the morning or early in the day. Natural light exposure can help adjust your sleep-wake cycle more quickly, so be sure to soak up those rays each morning. I'm adding, wear your SPF. While it may be tempting to sleep in late after a long flight, Dr. Holiday Bell advises against it. Try to stick to a set sleep schedule and avoid sleeping in too late, as this can make it harder for you to adjust to the new timing. Instead, make sure you have a set time to go to sleep and wake up, and stick to it even if you're still feeling tired. Finally, Dr. Holiday Bell recommends using Helite Sleep to realign your circadian rhythm. Helite Sleep uses a timed red light protocol to help you adjust more efficiently to the new time zone. Using Helite Sleep right at your bedtime in the new time zone can help promote your natural melatonin release, making it easier to fall asleep. Plus, it's small, lightweight, Plus, its small and lightweight design makes it easy to travel with, so you can take it anywhere you go. So there you have it, Dr. Angela Holiday-Bell's top tips for preventing and recovering from jet lag. With a little planning and preparation, you can minimize the effects of jet lag and make the most of your travels. And after the break, we're going to talk about embracing failure in fitness. And welcome back. Now we're diving into a topic that might seem counterintuitive at first, embracing failure in fitness. But before we jump into that, I want to share the source of this inspiration. Solid Core, the national studio-based strength training workout, has just announced a new campaign called Fail With Us, which aims to celebrate failure as a key component of growth in their community and in fitness in general. Now I want to share a quote with you. Nothing incredible is accomplished in life without a healthy dose of failure along the way. 
This is not a quote from Silicon Valley or at a conference about tech startups, but this was from the CEO of SolidCore, Brian Myers. And you know what? He is absolutely right. Failure is not the opposite of success. It's really a stepping stone to success. And I had the opportunity to meet Brian and the team at SolidCore and get to take one of their classes last week. I was fascinated to learn more and also get to understand more behind the campaign. And it's really all about flipping that meaning of failure right on its head. It's bold, it's edgy, it's dynamic, it's something different that we hear in the fitness space. And one of the goals is that it's really about showing up for yourself, even when you fail, because that is what truly matters. And I can think of so many times where I've gone to the gym, where I've taken a class, and I was like, ooh, that was not my best. Or, oh my gosh, I got so much wrong. Or, I couldn't accomplish everything that I wanted to. And I just felt like, wow, that really sucked. I really failed. That didn't count. And then you feel like maybe you're not even moving forward. Maybe it's like a step back. And you just get in your head about it. And That is especially true for me when I try new things. And it's a bit of a paradox because I love to try new things. There is a little bit of a learning curve. And most of the time in fitness, even if you're an elite athlete, you're not going to get everything right out of the gate. What I really liked about this messaging from Solid Core is that in conjunction with this campaign, Solid Core has also rolled out a new beginner class format called Starter 50. And this class is designed to introduce new clients to the Solid Core community and workout. And based on their research, clients who take the Starter 50 are more than 15% likely to commit to their Solid Core goals after learning the fundamentals in the intro class. And when I learned about Starter 50, I was really excited to take them up on this intro class. I want to tell you about my first experience with Solid Core. When you walk into the space, it's very cool. It's a proper, gorgeous boutique fitness studio. While this was literally my first introduction into solid core, I have taken other group fitness classes before. I have done Pilates on a reformer. I have done weights. So certain things did look familiar. However, there is always a little bit of intimidation when you're looking at new equipment and you don't know how to use it. But also I was thinking ahead like, oh gosh, what am I going to have to modify? What if I can't do the moves? Oh my gosh, I'm going to be so sore. So it's all of those things and I'm already getting in my head before we even say hello and the music starts. But in reality, I didn't really know what to expect. But as soon as the class started, I really felt that messaging, that failure was not only accepted, It was encouraged. What I've learned is that in a solid core class, you're constantly pushing your limits. You're lifting weights, engaging your core, and holding challenging positions for what feels like an eternity. And guess what? You're going to fail. You're going to shake, you're going to struggle, and you might even fall out of position entirely. But here's the thing. Every time you fail, you're getting stronger. And every time you push past that failure and try again, you're building resistance, both physically and mentally. 
And that's what made the Solid Core experience so special. It wasn't just about the workout, but the mindset. So if you've been looking for, so if you've been hesitant to try Solid Core, so if you've been hesitant to try Solid Core or any new fitness endeavor because you're afraid of failing, I encourage you to take that leap. Embrace the challenge with caution. Know your limits, but also embrace the failure and watch yourself grow. And remember, it's not about being perfect. It's about your progress on your journey. And that's all that matters. That's all for today's episode of What's Your Skincare Routine with Leora Luciano. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on social media where you can get more content and resources. And if you enjoy what you hear, please leave a five-star rating and review. Your support and feedback mean the world to me. Thank you for being a part of this journey. I appreciate you, and I'll see you in the next episode. Until next time, this is Leora signing off.